So you guys are going to hear from the youth group today, but I got to say a few words. Um, this was a, this was a, I guess a special uplift for me. Um, the year that COVID happened, our seniors that year didn't get to go to uplift. They canceled uplift, and they had been working all year long for scholarships to go to camp. And so um, we thought it would be great this year. We offered all of those seniors an opportunity to be dorm sponsors. Um, which was really awesome. So the sponsors at camp had all been to campus campers. And so you're going to kind of see they're, they're getting to experience it kind of for their last time. Not really their last time, but that time that they missed, which is pretty exciting. Um, one of the things that we noticed whenever we got to camp is like you, get, you just get caught up um, in just how focused everyone is. And it's so contagious and it's so exciting. Um, we had people... the at the very beginning say, I am ready to get baptized. I'm ready to commit my life to the Lord. Uh, we celebrated one of those at Uplift, and we're going to go ahead and recognize that today. So Macy, if you would stand, your church family wants to welcome you. She got baptized at Uplift. So excited. And then today at the end of service, we're going to be baptizing Hunter. So we're super excited about that. Um, but one of the questions we had pretty early on, and it was something that had kind of been on my mind, um, growing up, we had a summer camp that we went to, I think it was called Fusion, and my dad referred to it as Confusion, um, and he said it was kind of like, you know, you were, um, the youth were all sent to one place, and then they were just sent back to the wolves, like they were slapped with reality when they got back, and so we had one of our evening group devos, so at the end of the day, we all come back together, and we do high lows, then we discuss. We just talked about, like, what is it, what is different about camp that just changes the way that you experience God, um, and just everybody feels closer, God feels closer, and, uh, and then they had, a, they had a lot of really good ideas. Um, the fact that you have worship service or church every day uh, has a huge uh, part in that. The fact that everybody there is, is single-mindedly focused on praising God and gl- growing closer to him. And, and, then, and then I said, so what, what can we do to kind of keep that momentum, to keep that closeness whenever we get home? And Hunter was like, we could start a camp. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> we need some other ideas. And they had, they had some really good ones. Um, but I think it's all tied up into the kind of theme of camp. And the theme was Illuminate, and it was talking about being a, that light into the world and spreading God's light into the darkness and corruption around us. There's a whole series that could, of sermons that could be coming out of that. But I think it's, it's interesting that the camp kind of mixed that idea of Illuminate together with worship. And that's all I'm going to say about that. I'm going to let the kids talk for a little while. So... If you guys could cue up that video. Well, I really enjoyed doing all the activities because there was a whole bunch of bouncy houses and water slides and as Marshall has pointed out, sweet treats. Like, a lot. The bouncy houses that we could like spend time together and everybody could play and get their energy out. Amazing. I liked buckets and boards. Um, 
percussion comedy show, and it was funny and it was fun to listen to. information I'm trying yeah I'm, I'm trying to think of like the last three days of this probably that sometimes we just need to thank the Lord for all he's done don't be rude to others be kind to you and others what Wesley said I learned that you should thank God about everything that you that he made everything and, well, because if he wasn't here, we wouldn't be here. Yeah. Also, I learned one other thing. It was in the dorms. Not exactly a speaker said it. My counselor said it. She said, God first, other second, me third. And that's what she said, and that also teached me something. So uh, what I learned from Uplift is that um, uh, even like even just one person can like affect like, uh, a lot of stuff. Um, like if one person shared God's word, um, then that person would the person that, that he shared with would probably share a different person and it would just keep on going and more people would learn. Um, and so that's what I learned about God. And I have stickers on my face because I lost a game silent football and normally the loser gets a punishment. My punishment was I have to wear stickers on my face for 24 hours. Alright, take two and pay the go. Take two and pay the go. Okay, so um, I kind of learned that like little lights can shine bright, which basically to me kind of means that like um, like even though we might be like quote unquote like smaller than like celebrities or influencers, we can still make a huge difference in people's lives and make their lives so much brighter just by encouraging them and being ourselves and helping them be themselves if that makes any sense Get it? Mm -hmm. hey cbc fam Sammy. um for those of you who don't know this past week i was an indoor sponsor with um the campers that went to uplift the girl campers i uh was with in the dorm which is okay we're restarting and then you're gonna put that in the bloopers yourself Ooh. okay so my biggest same will get out of the video. Oh. Oh, my biggest takeaway from Uplift this year, a couple of different things. Oh. Oh. Oh, like this Uplift experience, being with that 7th, 8th, ninth grade age group was really good. 
messed up. Oh. Yeah. Six and a half hours later. Wait, I have two really big takeaways from Uplift. The first one is don't eat sour Skittles and Flamin' Hot Doritos as a midnight snack. Um, you'll never recover. And the second one had to be uh, on a more serious note. Um, the spiritual side of things going into the week i didn't think that that i had like a heart for like the like the middle school age of ministry like and uh and at least not yet i thought i would get to it eventually and i thought that like being around people my age was going to be better um i was so wrong they, this group of kids so awesome uh all of them the the four guys and three girls it was just so good to be with all of them and see them experience uh, worship in a cool new way and, and ex experience some awesome speakers and the community that they have there at Uplift is just awesome. And that that was really great. Realizing that that I did have a heart for that like seventh, eighth, ninth grade of kiddos uh, was awesome. You know, staying in the dorm and just partying, eating ramen noodles until our stomachs hurt. All right, Hunter, what's your favorite part of dorm life? No bedtime. No bedtime? Well, that's, that, that's not accurate. Uh, every night, that was fantastic. And uh, just laughing about nonsense and, you know, just being kids. You know, I felt like a little like a little kid again, which is awesome. And, uh, you know, every day you've got a different crush. So that felt right at home. And so it was a, it was a great experience. I had a blast. Uh, that was that was the whole spiritual side was was getting to be around those kids as like a sponsor and and minister I guess in that way and realize that that I'm ready for that now and I, I enjoy doing that now it was super fulfilling um, so yeah and of course the flaming hot Dorito things. I got really tired and God God uh, closer to God and that we're like lights and you know we like are useless except like well not I mean I, I don't know yeah I learned that um, one small act of kindness can make a huge difference, such as when the waiter gave South, the little boy, a uh, uh, pizza dough, and then how he then started making like models out of dough, and then that became like everything. Play creations. Play creations, yeah. And how that changed his whole life. <laughs> Were you recording what the heck, yet? Macy? Are you recording yet? <laughs> I got to make better friends uh, and strengthen the friendships that I already had. And then I got to worship and connect better with God. Technically have church on days that really aren't church days. What do you want me to talk about? Oh. My spiritual takeaway um, from Uplift, there were a couple different things that really stuck out to me. Um, but the top thing was definitely focusing on your motivation behind what you're doing. 
Um, and so they focused on um, your life, whether it's making your bed, um, holding up the door for somebody, or bigger things um, like committing to God, telling others about Christ. Whatever you're doing, it needs to be in terms of your relationship with God. Thinking back to that, thinking of it with a, with a reverence and a respect. Um, and specifically, um, there was one speaker who talked at Group Uplift, that's a kind of big class setting, um, where he talked to probably 75 or 100 uh, campers, and I was able to sit in on that. But he talked about um, the idea of self-glorification and doing everything unto the Lord, um, and not necessarily thinking about how man would view what you're doing. Um, so that was probably the biggest thing is when you focus on man, when you're doing something, your reward will be from men. But if you focus on God, when you're doing something, your reward will be from God. Um, so doing a small thing for God is worth more than doing a big thing for man. Um, that was really convicting because I'm lucky enough to serve at City Point, but I've definitely fallen to the trap of thinking about how man would view it and not focusing on how God views it. And so it was a good reminder, a good encouragement to think about. And I hope that um, I've, I've already been able to see um, the impact of keeping that in the, in the forefront of my mind. So I'm very excited um, about how God will use that to reveal things to me in the future. So, yeah. Um, the biggest thing that I can say now <laughs> is um, what worship looks like and what it means to to glorify God. Um, a lot of you know I sing on the worship team, which is an amazing opportunity. And through that, I have seen worship as singing songs of praise to God a lot of time in a church setting, but you know, sometimes it's around a campfire or sometimes it's just with a friend or something, but um, I've seen worship as music. And while that is very, very much true, one of our speakers this week talked about um, how worship sees no bounds. And that was um, kind of new to hear, uh, especially singing worship a lot. It was so, so amazing to see how how worship can glorify God in the smallest things, um, in doing an assignment for school in uh, a happy, patient manner, like that can bring God um, glory and how we can worship God in the big things and in the little things and in all things. Like we have the opportunity to bring God glory and to bring him praise and it it doesn't have to be a specific situation it doesn't have to have special circumstances like worship sees no bounds and so that was just amazing to hear and amazing to learn um and amazing to get to teach and talk about um so that was one of the biggest things i got to take away this week and i'm very thankful for it but like i said there were a million other things um so yeah I love this week. Thank you guys so much. Something I got out of Uplift was um, I started like singing, even because I never do. But when I came to Uplift, I started singing the songs. Uh, a lesson that I learned is like lights are not meant to be seen. They're meant to 
be like to make other things be seen. So like you're like you could be the light, and then you could shine on other people to like make them get closer to God. You could help them get closer to God, and that's that. I love you. I got closer to God from um, our theme and from worship and. Um, since our theme this year was Illuminate, it showed me that everybody can shine in their own way. Oh, and I ate really good food. Do you remember something a speaker said? Or you learned in a class? Um, I remember that, uh, like, one of the only things that I remember is that the bride served, oh, there's the, these people that got married, and then the bride served mac and cheese. <laughs> God's going to love and know you no matter what. And <clears throat> there's no stopping that. And that he will just always be there no matter what. And to treat others mercy. It, it, there's so much stuff that I've learned. And that's just a few of them. I, I'm very happy with the whole uplift experience. I would say it, it's a really good idea to go. <laughs> Bye. My big takeaway uh, from Uplift this year was a couple different things. Um, the theme was just awesome. It's one that I don't think that we could hear enough as believers. This idea of letting your light shine and what does that specifically look like in today's world? It's just, it's a conversation that I think needs to happen over and over again um, throughout our walk. It's one that uh, reaches everybody no matter what your age is, no matter what your background is, all walks of life can learn better to shine their light as Christians and believers. So the theme was incredible. All of the speakers were just so great um, and had so many great perspectives um, that all reflected on that question. What does it look like in today's world to, to shine your light? But more so than anything else, towards the end of the week, I found myself feeling an overwhelming sense of gratefulness uh, that our youth is having, because of things like Uplift, is having the opportunity to be exposed to so many different avenues for worship. Um, it and, and it really points out the fact that worship is not just singing songs along with a band. It's not singing songs along with other church members in the Church of Christ, which is all the, you know, it's all acapella worship and at Uplift. And, but it's also um, the attitude that you have when you wake up in the morning. It's a conversation that you have with your classmates or with your coworkers or with your parents. Um, everything has the capacity to point back to God. Every decision that you make has the capacity to bring him praise. And I think that just the atmosphere of, of the camp in general at Uplift points to that truth, which is worship is so much more than what I think a lot of people would initially guess worship is. Everything has the ability to point back to God. Everything has the ability to bring him praise. And I'm so, so grateful that our kids have the opportunity to really be exposed to that truth. So that was my big takeaway.
So yeah, I, I came away very similar to Isaac. Um, and we talked about it one night. We, we, I posted it online. It was a question that Hunter asked, what's the difference in worship and singing? Um, and I just, I mean, that like, I, I don't know. It, it was like I'd never thought of it before. I mean, that's definitely a question I've, but just saw it in a new light coming from Hunter, wanting to be baptized. And it made me realize, like, I just told them, I said, think of a time you did something wrong, right? Something that made you feel guilty or ashamed that you knew that was wrong. And if I asked you guys to do that, everybody in this room pretty quickly think of a time. And you might think of the time you felt the most guilty or the most ashamed. Um, one of my very first memories growing up was cussing in front of my parents. Uh, I'm, I'm not proud of it. At the time, did it to be cool. And one of them said, I'm going to tell your mom. <laughs> I can still feel the guilt that poured over me in that moment, knowing that there was nothing that I could do to pull that word back. There was nothing that I could do to undo that moment, that I had broken my mom's trust. That was a rule, our, that was a, a word our family didn't say. It was a rule the Walshes, or the word the Walshes didn't say. And I take that feeling of guilt and multiply it by the thousands of mistakes that I've made in life. And then multiply that by the billions of people who have lived on this earth. And Christ took that guilt and took that shame to the cross so that we didn't have to bear it anymore. And it's in that realization, that lightening of your load, when you realize the light that's been shown on you, you're now shining into the world. And every single thing you do, you do in his name, and it is worship. Now, there might be a specific way you like to worship, and it might be in song. I know people who like to worship in cleaning or straightening, right, organizing the chaos. But everything we do as believers is worship. And when we realize that, we begin to see the wonder in the world all around us. That we are given the job to be his light, to set things right, and to bring the whole world into worship of our Father. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for these young men and women and the work that you're doing in them. We know that you will bring it through until completion on the day of Jesus Christ, like Paul writes in Philippians. We pray that um, if there were kids who went to camp or people here today who they might be rocky soil, they might be a hard path, we just pray that you work on them, Lord. You get them ready, ready to shine your light. Thank you so much for your wonder. We pray this in your name. Amen.